Hey, HPBC families. Welcome to the HPBC Family Ministries podcast. I'm your Family Ministries pastor, Lake Slaybach. The HPBC Family Ministries team strives to partner with you, parents, to reach kids with the gospel of Christ and raise them for his glory. And this podcast is just one small way that we do that. A few ministry updates for this week as we get started. First, if your student is going on our fall retreat, remember that they need to be here at the church by 4 p.m. on Friday. The buses are pulling out at 4.30, but we need plenty of time to get everyone checked in and loaded onto the buses. Secondly, last week I mentioned that we have been blown away by the number of families who have prioritized having their kids be a part of family ministries and specifically Awana this year, but that we are also in desperate need for more volunteers as a result. Unfortunately for our Awana ministry, as we wait for our volunteer numbers to catch up with our number of kids, any children who have not already been registered will have to go on our wait list. If you would like to put your kids on our wait list or if you would be willing to serve in Awana, please email Nancy Boffman at nboffman, that's B-A-U-G-H-M-A-N, at hpbc.cc. Well, this coming weekend, our students are going to be on fall retreat, and while they're there, they're going to be focusing on the theme of hope. What is our hope as believers? How can we have hope? We want our kids to have hope. We want them to place their hope, faith, and confidence in Christ, but are we as parents, practicing what we preach. Earlier this year, I was preparing to lead a devotion for the staff at SCS and was struck by the hope that Mary displays in John chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. It says this, On the third day there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the wedding with his disciples. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now, commentators agree that there's no way to know if Mary was directly asking for a miracle to be performed or if she just trusted Jesus to know and do what was right. But at the very least, Mary had a problem, something she couldn't handle, and she was laying it at the feet of Jesus. She was placing her hope in Jesus. When I look at Mary in the situation, I wonder how she could have so much faith with so little physical, visible evidence of who Jesus was. Now, I want to explain what I mean by that. And I think first, we need to remember, this is about to be Jesus' first public miracle. And so if we put ourselves in Mary's shoes, I think we will have a greater appreciation for the faith and hope that she is displaying here. Mary has gone through a lot as the mother of Jesus. She's explained to her fiancé that she's pregnant. It's not his baby, but it's also not any other man's baby. Now, that was helped some by a visit from an angel to Joseph, but still uncomfortable to say the least. And I'm sure that that was not the last time she had to answer uncomfortable questions about Jesus. Now, now remind me who his father is. Now, he's how old and how long have y'all been married? Then there was the time when her child was two. And because of a crazy, jealous ruler was killing every child under two in the hopes of specifically killing her son, she and her husband became refugees in Egypt, a land that the Jewish people didn't have the best track record with. Then after all that dust settles, Mary, Joseph, and Jesus head back home, where Jesus slowly learns to be a carpenter like Joseph and has been working at that up until this point where he's 30. 
If you were to ask me, I would say that seems a little anticlimactic. It seems to me like a lot to go through for your son, who's supposed to be taking away the sins of the world, to just at the end of the day go to work for his dad as a tradesman. But here, 30 years later, Mary's hope is still as strong as it was when the first angel appeared. Here, 30 years later, when she encounters a problem she doesn't know how to handle, she turns to her son, because he is able to handle it. How can Mary have this much hope? While Mary had little physical, visible evidence of who Jesus was, he hadn't started performing miracles yet, he hadn't risen from the dead, Mary had something that we have access to today as well. Mary had access to the Word of God. She had access to the promises and prophecies regarding her son. While Jesus' childhood was not full of him performing miracles, it was full of people encountering him and singing, praising, and prophesying about who he was. And after these encounters, there's a phrase that repeats throughout the Gospels. Mary treasured these things in her heart. Mary had hidden these things in her heart. She had hidden God's promises in her heart. And that's what sustained her over these 30 years. So that in this moment, when she had a problem that she couldn't solve, she knew that Jesus was the one who could. Now, while we're not waiting for our children to announce themselves as the Messiah, praise the Lord, there is truth here for us as parents. We are often working to sow seeds and plant and water things that may take years to blossom into visible physical fruit. But what we do have to cling to, what we have that will sustain us when things are good and when things are bad, is the Word of God and His promises. And so, I want to share a few verses that I cling to as a parent and that I hope will encourage you. Matthew 19, 14. Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. It is always encouraging to remember that Jesus wants kids to come to him. Our kids aren't bothering him. They're not too young. We want to be sowing into them the word of God because Jesus wants them to come to him. Isaiah 55 verses 10 and 11. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Sowing God's word into the hearts of our kids will not be in vain. God's word does not return empty. It doesn't return void. When we sow God's word into things, including both our kids and ourselves, it will always produce fruit. That might not happen when we want it to exactly, but it will happen. His word does not return void. John 10, 27 to 30. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Christ does not let go of anyone who's in his hands and that means that you can love, serve, and disciple your kids without the pressure of keeping them. God is going to keep them. As, as parents, we don't need to feel this overwhelming burden and pressure as if if we take one wrong step, our kids are going to go off the deep end. We need to be intentional. We need to use every moment God gives us, but we can do that without the pressure of feeling like we're the ones that are holding on to our kids' faith and salvation. It's God. It's God that does that and Him alone. And so today, 
as you go about your regular rhythms of the week, as you prepare to run kids to practices, help with homework, drop them off for retreat this weekend, I hope, you're coordinating naps, baths, and play dates, but where are you placing your hope? How are you treasuring God's promises in your heart so that when things don't go according to plan, or maybe they just seem anticlimactic or, or mundane, you feel like you've had this same day over and over again, how are you remembering the hope that you have in Christ? Let's strive this week to place our hope in Him and to lay our children at His feet.